The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's uh, 205 on uh, the Thursday. We're almost there, folks. Almost at the long weekend, the Thursday edition of the 630 Chad Afternoon News. I'm Jaylen Nye. Gort. Andrew is away, but Gord is yeah. here. Hey, it's, Gord Steinke. Hey, good afternoon. What a blast to come in here. What a beautiful day out oh, there heading into the long weekend. And it's going to be so nice. It is so nice. I mean, we'll get some showers tonight, but Big Valley, it kicks off. Is it tonight? Yeah, people are out there already today, so yeah, yeah lots of stuff going on. I just on. met uh, a very <laughs> thrilled woman as I was walking in the in the door here. She'd won tickets to, oh. to Big Valley, so she's picking them up for Friday night. Okay. So that's where, that's that's Willie Nels- Nelson's no. plan Friday night. It's nice. going to be fantastic yeah. out there. Yeah, hazy. It might be, yeah. <laughs> it might be a, <laughs> yeah, might right. be a little cloudy, but yeah, it will be. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's older than my father. He's still going strong, isn't he? Oh my gosh, He's like yeah. uh, born in 1933 and still rocking. So. Yeah, and, and interesting cat when you read about him yeah. and some of the stuff that he's been up to and uh, what he's fought for and just the way he lives his life, man. Well, and, I can appreciate that. Well, and, and the history of that guy. I mean, he took a break in like 1972 <laughs> or something and then he comes back as mm-hmm. outlaw Willie and yeah. here, we, here he goes. So. Yeah, still love those braids, so oh, yeah. fantastic. I just want to mention on the show today a few things. We will be talking with Tamasan over at the uh, Edmonton Food Bank. They're real tough times oh, over there uh, right I now. I heard that. That's terrible. Yeah. In this, in this day and age. Yeah. But, and but big weekend for them with the Heritage Festival right. yeah. uh, going on. Let's talk to them. Uh, also want to talk, this is really cool, with Dr. Donald Henderson. Listen to his job title. He's the curator of dinosaurs. Oh, nice. At the Royal uh, Turl uh, Museum. Oh, down in Drumheller. Yeah. That's a fine place. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they have, uh, they've unveiled what they're calling the Mona Lisa of dinosaurs, one of the best preserved dinosaurs new species that was actually found in Fort McMurray. Wow. That's so cool. And in this day and age, to think that they're still finding oh, yeah. mysteries solved. Yeah. I, I love that stuff. Archaeologists, that would be a cool job. Yeah, a very cool job. I don't know about on a day like today, you might be baking out yeah, there. Yeah, you would be. But I was. I remember watching Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was sure. a kid thinking, I want to be an archaeologist, yeah. and realized probably I wasn't smart enough to do that. And at 3 <laughs> o'clock, though, I was mentioning this to you, Gord. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda Parrish, who um, is a co-author of a new book called Haunted Hospitals, Eerie Tales About Hospital Sanatoriums and Other Institutions. Whoa, that sounds scary right yeah, there. She's going to be joining me, and I love yeah. stories like this. Oh, you've this. got an action-packed afternoon coming it's up. It's going to be busy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you talk about the Campbell Hospital yeah. uh, here yeah. in Edmonton. So there's a number of, of stories based out of Edmonton, a number of stories based out of Alberta, across Canada, and then around the world. So she does focus here on Alberta quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, really? and the stories that um, happened at the Campbell with the, the the daytime and nighttime when the investigators, the, the paranormal so investigators the, the real, went in. Real uh, scientists, so to speak, oh, went in. Oh my wow, goodness gracious! Yeah. Did anything ever happen to you? Well, I know we've talked about this before. I know Andrew was down in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and he's uh, he went on a ghost yeah. tour, right? I haven't heard about it yet, but yeah. I can't wait. But he's okay. You have been following him. He he was sending me texts yesterday wondering okay. what kind of hot sauce I wanted. Okay, so I think he, he's okay. He didn't get the wit scared out of him. No. And, oh, I've been to Scotland and Ireland and England, and I've always been interested in this. And, uh, you know, my, I, you know, what was my Aunt Doll, I guess, could read tea leaves. Mm-hmm. And they, they were from England. They believed in all, because they grew up around castles. So yeah. those stories would fascinate my sister and I about stories of, of princes and dukes and ghosts and haunting castles mm-hmm. and things. And so I always left myself open to it, but... Never really saw or heard anything until right here on a ski trip one time. This is this is going to sound weird, and I don't know if someone was playing a trick on us or what, but uh, Deb and I were uh, on a ski trip, the ITV ski team back in the day. Yes. So they all left, so it's a Monday, and we're checking into one of those cabins that's mm-hmm. off to the... What, at the, the JPL? At the JPL. 
And I went to the front desk, and they said, uh, oh, your room's, it's ready, you can check in. And I went, okay. And I forget what room number it was. I should know. I should look this up <laughs> to warn anybody. So we go, and I just parked. I said, I'll just get the door open, and we'll take our luggage in. So Deb was with me, and, and, and so she was there. She can, she'll vouch for this. We opened up the door, but... The first thing I noticed was, A, the smell. It smelled like perfume in the room. Okay. And the bed was all rumpled. And at the foot of the bed was a child's building blocks and a little toy train set. And so the light was on in the bathroom. I thought, oh, geez, we walked in on somebody here. I quickly, quietly shut mm-hmm. the door. And we got in the car and looked. At, we looked at each other. And we went back to the lobby. And we said, well, thanks very much. But you made a terrible mistake. Somebody's <laughs> already checked into that room. And their eyes kind of went wide. And they went, which uh, cabin are you in? And I told them. <laughs> and uh, they went, they looked at each other, gave each other kind of a weird look. And uh, they, they said, well, we'll give you another one then. I said, okay, thank you. And then, But we went back with one of the... the, the yeah, the tenants. The tenants, yeah. yeah. And uh, opened up the door and everything was made. The bed was made, everything, the, the window, the drapes were open. And so I don't know what happened there. And I just kind of got a feeling they probably knew that, you know, let's fool the, the news anchor from, from my from TV. Ed, yeah. Yeah, and give them a good story. I don't know, but they couldn't, how could they clean that up? We're only gone 15 minutes. Or so. maybe it was a ghost. Maybe, yeah. And I'm still skeptical about all that, but I mean, yeah, it's something that just sticks, in, it just didn't make sense. No, there's nothing that makes sense about about yeah. that story. And you try the way we work is you know you deal in facts and yes. credibility, and then you see something that just doesn't compute, and you go, "What? We still talk about it. Well, like, what, it what happened there?" It hit you in all senses though too, because it had the, First smell, the smell, sight, and then the sight. Yeah, and the room was dark. The the drapes weren't yeah. open, so yeah, it was kind of very very eerie. And talking about it right now, it's the only thing that's ever happened. I mean, I've been like I said, we 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 visited fam- uh, families' houses in England and. Mm-hmm. Scotland, and then taking tours and been in York and nothing. And then yeah. why would something like that happen? So Well, you know, when you talk about some of those Fairmont properties, too, mm-hmm. I mean, JPL, the one at Banff Springs, there's, you know, legendary stories about that one, about the Hotel McDonald, something yeah. about a, a horse, if I remember oh, correctly. I, the, I remember that one, About yeah. the Hotel McDonald. But I, a lot of people have these stories. I know. And I think a lot of... Chedville, if you have one you want to share, let us know at 630-630. Or give us a shout at 4960 well, I, ne- I never make fun of anybody who's no. got a story because you just never know. And you know, what somebody saw and what somebody else didn't see, you never know what's, uh, what, what, what's true or what isn't. And if they, someone believes they saw something, then I'm not going to yeah. doubt them. I'll tell you that. Never had an experience like that at all. My weird experiences are different it's it's um it's like knowing something before it's going to happen like deja vu uh, almost yeah, or, yeah or almost kind of being able at times manifesting things oh okay and how did this happen i, I and just weird and maybe it's like just it pure coincidence more than once oh yeah hmm. yeah 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 um and, and one of the strange ones for me is I, I've never had a baby. I've never been pregnant. But I have this weird, I, I know when other women are. Oh, when really? I was working at Global Edmonton, yeah. I would turn to the girls, say, you pregnant? <laughs> They're like, shut up. How yeah. do you know that? But it's just it was a weird feeling, a weird whatever. And, and maybe that's just a hinky intu- intuition. I, I don't know what it is. Not had a ghost experience would love to have a ghost yeah. experience you wouldn't wouldn't scare the wits out of you probably yeah probably i've had um seeing what i saw wasn't like even cold and chills in certain areas in certain, but not ever seen anything done yeah. anything no yeah and so i didn't really see a ghost i just saw a scene in front of me that looked like it was out of the 1930s or something so but didn't make sense and it was gone moments later gone when i came back so i don't know <laughs> makes you wonder
You know, we, we've been up late the night before, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking, had a couple of glasses of wine. Was yeah, like, oh, some beaver so tails. Sure. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, and you're heading back to Europe, and it's... Yeah, you this know, is fun. This yeah. is going to be neat, and you talk about uh, haunted places. New Orleans is a very, considered a very yeah, haunted there too, place. And, yeah. Love New Orleans, and that feeling. It's got a weird vibe to it, The first it? time I was st- set foot yeah. on there, I, I got like, um... Yeah. It's like ants crawling on my... Absolutely. It's Goosebumps. Just, yeah, yeah, and it's always been like that, but you're heading back to Europe with your dad. Yeah, this time I'm going to, with my father. We were we met him for a week on a on a well, it was going to be a fishing trip, but the boat didn't work. But anyway, we had a great time. <laughs> it was like a couple of weeks ago. You were on holiday, yep. so we were up at uh, Anglin Lake in Saskatchewan, and Dad came out and visited us. And then he says, you know, because he's 81 mm-hmm. and he, he's still working as an electrician, and he said, uh, you know, August is a kind of a slow month. You know, I'd really like to go to Germany and Ooh. see where my parents are from. That's where all the relatives on the Steinke side are yep. all from uh, that area, Hamburg, Berlin, and Warsaw. So I said, but Dad, it's like I got two weeks holiday booked in the middle of August. We didn't have any plans, luckily. I said, it's two weeks. I don't know if, we can, if I can put this together, yeah. but I'll try. And sure enough, we did. So we're flying into, uh, we leave here and we fly into Berlin on, uh, well, it's in a, it'll be in 10 days from now. Wow, and then we're going to be there for a couple of weeks. And uh, he wants to just see where his mom's house was. And, and uh, you know, she passed away when he was quite young. So he heard all the stories and, of course, all of the cousins. And there was a big family back then. So there's a few cousins back. So, yeah, we're going to just kind of do the old stomping grounds of, of what he heard when he was growing up from his aunts and uncles and cousins. Have you been there on I've your own? I've never been to Germany. No. Never. No, but I've, I've done that on my mom's side, traced our family roots, my grandpa Ford yes. in Stockport, Manchester area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ballington, it's called, and we've been to my grandmother's place, which is just a wonderful spot, just in Scotland and England. Geordie's, I guess you'd call them, yeah. a barrack upon Tweed is where yeah. she was from. That sea houses, there, gorgeous yeah. place. So that really brings history alive in your family tree. And I've never done it on my dad's side, so we're going to go do it. It's kind of spur of the moment. Are you the keeper of the family history? No, um, I would say so on my mom and dad's side. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I, and more so on my mom's side, but my dad's side, it's because of the wars, World War I, mm-hmm. World War II, it's really fractured, and it's just so complicated. There's so many different... Uh, cousins and aunts and, and so many people were killed in the war mm-hmm. like grandpa's brothers you know and most of the women all came over here to yeah. canada or to yeah. minneapolis chicago area it'd be fun but don't you find as you as you get older as we get older yeah. um that has become more and more important to you and, and maybe not everybody feels this way i don't think everybody does but but when it when you get the bug it really it does it you grabs get you it. for some reason doesn't it you, yeah. you're that way too yeah my my dad was the keeper of the the nye family history and now that he's he's almost 75 and he's like okay you know yeah. jenny because that's what he calls me jay you you need to take this over so yeah i'm the one now with all all the pictures i've got the original that probably the oldest piece of nye family history was the indenture paper Papers oh, that's for cool. my great 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 uncle who hmm. was in England. He was a tailor, so it was yep. the tailor that uh, that was indenturing him yep. and taking him on to learn. And it's the full paperwork, and I'll pay you, you know, one shilling, uh, whatever it is, and this wow. for how long? Oh, I've got some of that too. Yeah, yeah from the Scottish side. That's so, so cool. Yeah, so I, I I love that sort of stuff and all the yep. photos and that. Now, on my mom's side, my mom is a Flaherty, and she's from Ireland, um, and we've not been back there at all. But her sister has traced things all the way back. Yep. And I think it's neat when you when you look back and things and you and you learn about the characters. Oh yeah, and, in the past. And you see pay stubs like that, like yeah. from 
my grandfather's uh, war wartime mm-hmm. or whatever, and you see how little it appears. That it, was, it was tough times. Yeah. And you hear about the stories. I mean, forget the ghosts and goblins. You know what's interesting? I mean, with my Aunt Doll and my grandma, ba- Bambara Castle, it was just cool to walk into this castle that was built in about 1500, and then you see the, the baptismal mm-hmm. urn, and you realize that your grandmother was held there and baptized yeah. in that church. I mean, yeah. we just don't have that kind of sort of history here. No. <laughs> that, uh, you know, and her grandfather and her great-grand were all in that same... So I hope to have that same experience in Germany. Mm-hmm. Mm, be neat. And, 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 and different as well on, on the German side compared to the to yeah. the other side of, of your family. And the other side, and you've talked about this, I mean, your, it was your great-grandfather that was at Vimy Ridge? Yeah, yeah. My, that was my grandfather. Your grandfather. My grandfather, yeah, I've got his uniform and all that. Yeah, it doesn't seem that... Yeah, I mean, he passed away when I was 13 or 14, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it just seems like yesterday. I mean, it seems like he's still here, if you know what I mean. It's yeah. like, that seems so close, and the same with my dad's side. So it'll be interesting just to walk in their, their, their steps, see the villages where they are, and and uh, and the graveyards. Like, yes. I love, I love walking. Through. I love you learn so much from the, yeah, from the graveyards and the tombstones. And, yeah. yeah. No, so this was, your dad's 81, and so this was on his list. This is yeah. what I wanted to do. But he's been, sort of... Yeah, he's been so busy uh, working. He loves working, and he's, he was out there. He, this is a funny story. He's out. Yesterday I called him, and he was he said, uh, yeah, I'm out here with uh, his, his buddy Leo. Oh, Leo is in the world Guinness Book of World Records as the world's oldest plumber. Oh, my gosh. This is in Saskatoon. He's 93 years old. He's uh, RCAX, he's an ex-veteran, yeah. or a veteran, RCAF, uh, Battle of Britain. But anyway, he's a plumber. So can you imagine my dad at 81 and, and Leo at, at 93? They were installing an air conditioner somewhere. <laughs> and so you got the world's oldest plumber and then... They like the world. He's going to be the world's oldest electrician. Yeah. He goes, but he, Leo's got him built. He says there's got to be someone older than me still working. So that's kind of cool. Well, good on him, though. Is there anything that you would like? You know, you talk about your dad wanting to do this, always wanting to do this. What would be the one thing that you want to do? I want to try the street food. Here in Berlin, <laughs> the street food is unbelievable. I'm just going to eat my way through across <laughs> Germany. I think. It's uh, Thursday, and Gord Steinke joining me in a studio this... Yeah, good afternoon. <laughs> this afternoon, we're just playing catch-up and, you know, all the old names that uh, well, were yeah. around when we, when we worked together over well, at Global. It's, yeah, it's been so much fun. Well, I mean, it's sad to see, bittersweet to see Tim Spellacy, mm-hmm. our station manager, uh, you know, calling it a career. He's here till the end of August, but I've been talking to him off and on an email. I don't know if he's ever going to really be able to, to break away, yeah. and, and, and it'll be nice. I hope he doesn't, because he's, he's the guy that'll call on Sunday night at 11.30 and say, there was a spelling mistake. <laughs> <laughs> in a font. And so he watches like a hawk, and I, I think that'll never change. But good good on him. But Finally. it takes us back, you're right, to our time mm-hmm. and Linda Steele's time. And, and it's brought a lot of people together. I was getting emails from Edinburgh, Graham Richardson. Oh, yeah. He was holidaying there when they heard the news that, that Spell was, was going to take yeah. a, was going into retirement. Sandra Blakey, our old troubleshooter. Yes. You know, people like Bonnie Fox and uh, Peter Chura. And, and it was just like a who's who that you're CC'd on this list from, from days gone by. Absolutely. And, and you realize it just doesn't seem that long ago, but it, it's, it was a long list. Well, you've been there for 20... 25 years, yeah. Five years now? Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Uh, the last 10 have really flown by, but still having fun. <laughs> he says with a kind of smile on his face. <laughs> Did you see the story? You know when we were at, it was I think one of your first shows with us. You came in and you had that picture of that creature's paw in oh, the yeah, snow. For sure. And not sure we ever just no, I never really figured it out. Really but. completely determined what it was. Lots of different people weighing in on it. Yeah. And then you put a picture up the other day. Oh, that's funny. 
Well, that's a sweet story. That was that was a that was just me being silly, but oh, okay. I was out walking the dog <laughs> and come around the corner and uh, you know through the forest and. Uh, there's a Sasquatch standing mm-hmm. there, but it's a pine cone Sasquatch, and the <laughs> fellow's name was Mr. Jim Henderson. He passed away. He was my neighbor for years. Yes. He was like 90, in his 90s, and he made the most beautiful pine cone sculptures, life-size. He had, he had like, sitting bowl. Did like he actually live across si- the street? Yeah, he lived across yeah, the street. Yeah, I remember telling stuff. you about, about yeah. him before, and his garage was full of these sculptures. His daughter had passed away, I believe, from cancer, so he made a, a and she loved to play keyboard, so he made a full pine cone sculpture of her. Wayne Gretzky was in there, Sasquatch. I got the bowl. So what happened was his, his wife had ended up, uh, when he passed away, didn't know what to do with a garage full of these beautiful pine cone sculptures. Well, I call them beautiful. I don't mm-hmm. know what other people might think of them. But uh, I, they were works of art, sculptures. So yeah. she's giving them away to a lot of the neighbors. And we're all doing the same thing out in the acreages, <laughs> is hiding them in the woods, trying to scare people. So I thought, it, when I saw the Sasquatch, I went, yay, somebody took the Sasquatch. And uh, kind of having fun with it. Because when I looked at it, I'm like, what is that? Is that some huge bird on the tree? Yeah, and someone thought, thought it was an owl because they just saw the yeah. head peeking through the Yeah, that's yeah, right. Woods, okay, so that's what it was. But did you hear the story, and I think you probably had it on your show last night, okay. about that woman um, who was out uh, the Athabasca Wilderness area? Yes. And yeah. uh, and I think it was a mama bear and a baby yeah. bear. She and stumbled across on this on this hike, and then they started following her. Yeah, and she starts freaking out as anybody would. But her her cell phone was yeah. on, right? So she pocket dialed. Was it her sister? Yeah. So her sister's hearing her in the woods, going talking to herself, going, "Oh my God, there's a bear!" <laughs> you know, being followed by a bear. But her cell phone's still on, and. Yeah, I mean that's that's I wonder, and then they called nine one one, didn't they? They, they called got, yeah, somehow. Yeah, something happened, and the RCMP got involved. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So the thinking your sister might be in trouble, the other woman called RCMP. Yeah. So the Mounties got uh, ATVs, and there was this Muskeg Creek Park area, about a whole bunch like twenty kilometers worth of trails. Okay. Yeah. They were so in and around remote. there, and they they found her. She was tired, unharmed, um, but you know, good thing for her because she at least she, she had her cell phone. Yeah. But and they boy, said she, oh boy. she was playing music or something through yeah. the phone at the same time, trying to scare the bear away. Well, as always, I'm always trying to remember <laughs> what it is with a black bear or what is it with a grizzly bear, because oh I think you do two different things. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to run into either of them. No, I would just be running no matter what. But And that's a, the, the, the worst thing you can possibly do. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Bruce Bowie this morning on, uh, on his show threw it out there to Chadville and said, hey, have you ever had an experience, a run-in with... With a bear. <laughs> With a bear. And the number of stories that came in, uh, one woman was talking about um, being, I forget where exactly it was, but her little brother was out in the front yard. Yeah. And then she sees a, a bear coming towards him. She runs out, just grabs the kid and comes flying back in the house. Yeah. I mean, what do you do in that moment? And if you're if you're doing hiking, backcountry hiking and all that sort of stuff, I mean, yeah. you need to be knowledgeable and you, and know, you have and to have all that stuff. Well, we had bear spray up in uh, northern Saskatchewan mm-hmm. just because there was bears. They said there was bears all over the yeah. place, but never saw one, but saw lots of uh, bear scat. Yeah. Uh, like 10 feet from her cabin, which makes you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a kid, I remember we were exploring a, a, the railway system in BC where my dad had worked in the 50s, and it was called the Connaught Tunnel. It was yes. built back in about 1903 or something like that, 1909. And we, he said, I remember when I was working here, he says, come on. And I was only six or eight years old, pretty young. He says, let's walk into the tunnel. And he says, when you just walk in a little ways, you can see the other end. It's five miles long. So we walk in, we keep walking, and walk. he goes, oh, he says, we can't see the other end. I said, well, what's going on? And he goes, oh, I know, there's a train coming. So he picks me up. <laughs> And we start going back to the entrance of the tunnel, and we can hear the train. It's coming. And as we get to the entrance of the tunnel, there's a black 
there and her two cubs right at the, at the front. So there you've got dealing with that. But all we did was kind of just skirted to the left around the outskirts. Of the, yeah. And luckily the bear didn't pay us any attention. Probably heard the train and wasn't long before the train came out. But you don't know, you know, everybody reacts differently. We have such fear you, of these things. You be careful with your dad in I Germany. <laughs> really? Hey, let's go down this train tunnel. Yeah, I'm not going to get him to talk me into doing yeah. anything like that. No, no, maybe a pub here and there. A but pub stay. here and there, some street food, <laughs> a castle or two, and uh, that's about it. Oh, someone says a little crude, but here's how my friends and I remember it. If the black... If the bear is black, get back. Really? Okay. If the bear is brown, lay down. That would be tough to do. How yes. do you just lay down? I've heard that. You lay down, put your mm-hmm. lay into a Cover ball, your, like kind of head. into a yeah. ball. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that, but you'd have to. Bear identification, climb a tree. If it comes after you, if it's a black bear, if it knocks it down, it's a grizzly. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks yeah. for that. Are there bears in Germany? I'll have to find I out. Should I take my bear spray? No, I better well, not. You better not be taking that through airport security. <laughs> <laughs> there. Next thing you know, we'll have a news story next yeah, week. That right. would be good. I never made it. Gord, you're here next week? Yeah, and then next you're, week. Then yeah. you're heading out on, on holidays. Yeah. So thanks for popping by. Always a pleasure. We'll check in uh, next week. Uh, yep. Countdown to... The trip to Germany, and you're getting closer to Invictus as well. Oh, that's well. coming up too. Yep, making arrangements for that too. So, nice. Yeah, Going to start you, talking to some of the uh, the athletes from here that are yes. heading down to that It'd coming fantastic. up. Alrighty, it's uh, coming up to two thirty. Brent and Dreger will have your two thirty news on the other side. Going to just check in with uh, the Edmonton Food Bank. Then we'll have more ghost stories and some dinosaur stories. It's a bizarre day on the six thirty Chad afternoon news. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekday. Days at 2 on 630 Chad.